0: This episode of Get in the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. God calls Latinas to lives of influence. Find mentorship in 12 women of the Bible, including Esther, Rahab, Mary, and Lydia, who navigated challenges of brokenness and suffering being bicultural and crossing borders. Keep listening for more information. You're listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your
1: word is life. Presented by InnerVarsity Press. Your word
0: is truth, your word
1: is A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemeni Uwan.
0: Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Deuteronomy chapter 5. The opening exhortation. Then Moses called all the people of Israel together and said to them, Listen, Israel, to the statutes and ordinances that I am about to deliver to you today. Learn them and be careful to keep them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. He did not make this covenant with our ancestors, but with us, we who are here today, all of us living now. The Lord spoke face to face with you at the mountain, from the middle of the fire. I was standing between the Lord and you at that time to reveal the Lord's message to you, because you were afraid of the fire and would not go up the mountain. He said, the Ten Commandments. I am the Lord your God, he who brought you from the land of Egypt, from the place of slavery. You must not have any other gods besides me. You must not make for yourself an image of anything in heaven, on earth below, or in the waters beneath. You must not worship or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. I punish the sons, grandsons, and great-grandsons for the sin of the fathers who reject me, but I show covenant faithfulness to the thousands who choose me and keep my commandments. You must not make use of the name of the Lord your God for worthless purposes, for the Lord will not exonerate anyone who abuses his name that way. Be careful to observe the Sabbath day, just as the Lord your God has commanded you. You are to work and do all your tasks in six days. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. On that day, you must not do any work you your son, your daughter, your male slave, your female slave, your ox, your donkey, any other animal or the resident foreigner who lives with you, so that your male and female slaves, like yourself, may have rest. Recall that you were slaves in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord your God brought you out of there by strength and power. That is why the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, just as the Lord your God has commanded you to do, so that your days may be extended and that it may go well with you in the land that he is about to give you. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not offer false testimony against another. You must not desire another man's wife, nor should you crave his house, his field, his male and female servants, his ox, his donkey, or anything else he owns. The narrative of the Sinai Revelation and Israel's response. The Lord said these things to your entire assembly at the mountain from the middle of the fire, the cloud, and the darkness with a loud voice, and that was all he said. Then he inscribed the words on two stone tablets and gave them to me. Then when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness while the mountain was ablaze, all your tribal leaders and elders approached me. You said, The Lord our God has shown us his great glory and we have heard him speak from the middle of the fire. It is now clear to us that God can speak to human beings, and they can keep on living. But now, why should we die? Because this intense fire will consume us. If we keep hearing the voice of the Lord our God, we will die. Who is there from the entire human race who has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the middle of the fire as we have and has lived? You go near so that you can hear everything the Lord our God is saying, and then you can tell us whatever he says to you. Then we will pay attention and do it. When the Lord heard you speaking to me, he said to me, I have heard what these people have said to you. They have spoken well. If only it would really be their desire to fear me and obey all my commandments in the future so that it may go well with them and their descendants forever. Go and tell them, return to your tents. But as for you, remain here with me so I can declare to you all the commandments, statutes and ordinances that you are to teach them, so that they can carry them out in the land I am about to give them. Be careful, therefore, to do exactly what the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn right or left. Walk just as he has commanded you, so that you may live, that it may go well with you, and that you may live long in the land you are going to possess. Deuteronomy chapter 23 through Deuteronomy chapter 24 verse 5 Deuteronomy chapter 23 A man with crushed or severed genitals may not enter the assembly of the Lord. A person of illegitimate birth may not enter the assembly of the Lord. To the tenth generation, no one related to him may do so. No Ammonite or Moabite may enter the assembly of the Lord. To the tenth generation none of their descendants shall ever do so, for they did not meet you with food and water on the way as you came from Egypt. And furthermore, they hired Balaam, son of Beor of Pethor, and Aram Narahaim to curse you. But the Lord your God refused to listen to Balaam and changed the curse to a blessing for the Lord your God loves you. You must not seek peace and prosperity for them through all the ages to come. You must not hate an Edomite, for he is your relative. You must not hate an Egyptian, for you lived as a foreigner in his land. Children of the third generation born to them may enter the assembly of the Lord. Purity and Personal Hygiene When you go out as an army against your enemies, guard yourselves against anything impure. If there is someone among you who is impure because of some nocturnal emission, he must leave the camp. He may not re-enter it immediately. When evening arrives, he must wash himself with water, and then at sunset, he may re-enter the camp. You are to have a place outside the camp to serve as a latrine. You must have a spade among your other equipment, and when you relieve yourself outside, you must dig a hole with the spade and then turn and cover your excrement. For the Lord your God walks about in the middle of your camp to deliver you and defeat your enemies for you. Therefore, your camp should be holy, so that he does not see anything indecent among you and turn away from you. Purity in the Treatment of the Unprivileged You must not return an escaped slave to his master when he has run away to you. Indeed, he may live among you in any place he chooses in whichever of your villages he prefers. You must not oppress him. Cultic Prostitution Banned There must never be a sacred prostitute among the young women of Israel, nor a sacred male prostitute among the young men of Israel. You must never bring the pay of a female prostitute or the wage of a male prostitute into the temple of the Lord your God in fulfillment of any vow, for both of these are abhorrent to the Lord your God. Respect for others' property. You must not charge interest on a loan to your fellow Israelite, whether on money, food, or anything else that has been loaned with interest. You may lend with interest to a foreigner, but not to your fellow Israelite. If you keep this command, the Lord your God will bless you in all you undertake in the land you are about to enter to possess. When you make a vow to the Lord your God, you must not delay in fulfilling it, for otherwise he will surely hold you accountable as a sinner. If you refrain from making a vow, it will not be sinful. Whatever you vow, you must be careful to do what you have promised, such as what you have vowed to the Lord your God as a freewill offering. When you enter the vineyard of your neighbor, you may eat as many grapes as you please but you must not take away any in a container. When you go into the ripe grain fields of your neighbor, you may pluck off the kernels with your hand, but you must not use a sickle on your neighbor's ripe grain. Deuteronomy chapter 24 verses 1 through 5. If a man marries a woman and she does not please him because he has found something indecent in her, then he may draw up a divorce document, give it to her, and evict her from his house. When she has left him, she may go and become someone else's wife. If the second husband rejects her and then divorces her, gives her the papers and evicts her from his house, or if the second husband who marries her dies, her first husband who divorced her is not permitted to remarry her after she has become ritually impure, for that is offensive to the Lord. You must not bring guilt on the land that the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. When a man is newly married, he need not go into the army, nor be obligated in any way. He must be free to stay at home for a full year and bring joy to the wife he has married. New Testament Reading Romans Chapter 7 The Believer's Relationship to the Law Or do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law is Lord over a person? as long as he lives? For a married woman is bound by law to her husband as long as he lives, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law of the marriage. So then, if she is joined to another man while her husband is alive, she will be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law, and if she is joined to another man, she is not an adulteress. So, my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ so that you could be joined to another, to the one who was raised from the dead, to bear fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful desires are roused by the law were active in the members of our body to bear fruit for death but now we have been released from the law because we have died to what controlled us so that we may serve in the new life of the spirit and not under the old written code what shall we say then is the law sin absolutely not certainly i would not have known sin except through the law For indeed, I would not have known what it means to desire something belonging to someone else if the law had not said, Do not covet. But sin, seizing the opportunity through the commandment, produced in me all kinds of wrong desires. For apart from the law, sin is dead. And I was once alive apart from the law. But with the coming of the commandment, sin became alive and I died. So I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life brought death. For sin, seizing the opportunity through the commandment, deceived me and through it I died. So then the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. Did that which is good then become death to me? Absolutely not. But sin, so that it would be shown to be sin, produced death in me through what is good, so that through the commandment sin would become utterly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold into slavery to sin. For I don't understand what I am doing. For I do not do what I want. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good. But now it is no longer me doing it, but sin that lives in me. For I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my flesh. For I want to do the good, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but I do the very evil I do not want. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer me doing it, but sin that lives in me. So I find the law that when I want to do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being. But I see a different law in my members, waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that is in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace, lawgiver of life. Thank you, God, for your word, O God. Thank you, O God. For just this exposition, oh God, we find in Romans 7 about how we're to understand our relationship to the law, oh God, and seeing it as a holy, oh God, but knowing, oh God, that it's through the law that we're made aware of our sin, oh God, and that sin just begins to come alive in us, oh Lord God, bearing fruit unto death, oh Lord God. And like Paul, Lord God, I say in agreement, thanks be to God for Jesus Christ, oh God, who delivers us, oh Lord God, from these temptations, delivers us, oh God, from our sin, delivers us. Oh God, the legalistic inclinations, oh God, toward trying to fulfill the law on our own. Oh God, thank you so much, oh God, for Jesus truly, truly am grateful, O God. And thank you for your law, O God, the provisions in your law, O God, just about being able to eat from your neighbor's vine but not taking a container, right? So everything in moderation and and that if a slave runs free, you're not to oppress them. You don't send them back, O God, to their enslaver. Thank you for those provisions in your law, O God, that show us, O Lord God, that many of the the evil that continues till this day, O God, through mechanisms of oppression, O Lord God, were not sanctioned by you. Thank you for that reminder, O God. And we just continue to look to you, O God. You are our liberator, God. And we just pray. We pray, O God, that we will be liberated, O God, from not only systems of oppression, O God, but from the oppressive power of sin in our lives, O God. Deliver us and help us, O God, to walk in the light, O Lord, the beautiful light of the gospel, Lord. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. God created his Latina daughters to live into the incredible plans he has for each of them. But many have heard cultural messages that make them doubt their adequacy. We have not seen many Latina women in positions of leadership, and more mentors and role models are needed. The authors of the book, Hermanas, look at the lives of women in Scripture and share their own journeys as Latinas and leaders. You are not alone. Join your sisters as you become the Latina leader God has called you to be. Get your copy of Hermanas, Deepening Our Identity and Growing Our Influence today from IVP. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, "The Word." That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com.